Hello and welcome to this podcast from the Generation Gap Show here on Radio Verulam 92.6 FM in St Albans. We hope you enjoy it. This is the Generation Gap presented by me, Claudia, and him, Clive. Hello. In this program, we are going to explore differences and similarities of being a teenager now and in past generations. I am a 21st century girl and Clive is baby boomer. That is a teenager in late 60s and early 70s. What are the differences and similarities in the way that we live our lives? We are going to try and find out. This is the Generation Gap show on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. Right, hello, good evening here, Radio Verulam, 92.6 FM, and this is Generation Gap Show here. And my special guest today is none other than Claudia. Hello. Once again, thank you for coming along. And um, I quite like it here, I love that intro as well. Yes, I don't know who did it, it sounds quite good really. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, so I'm back again. Back again. I don't know why I keep coming back, but this is like... This is like a cool thing. You're a boomerang, that's why you keep coming back. Boomerang, I like it, I like it. Anyway, so this evening we're going to talk about snowflakes. And snowflakes is the term which is used by people, a not very nice term, about young people like you, millennials. And they seem to think that you're not really very sort of um, credible, you don't work very hard, you laze around, all sorts of things like that. Now, I know this is completely untrue. Obviously, there may be some people like that, but I don't know many of them. All the young people I know work really hard. So I think it's probably a bit of... We all need to do a bit of demolition job on this idea, don't we? I am loving the fact that we are talking about snowflakes today. And I have a lot to say to everybody out there about snowflakes about us snowflakes about you snowflakes yeah okay so we're talking about snowflakes or snowflakes is the term which has been bandied about in lots of media things i mean particularly it's newspapers and magazines they have great big long learned articles about how terrible all these young people are these days and they don't do this they don't understand that and all the rest of it and i get really annoyed i really don't understand what like how do people come up with these problems and what are we doing wrong well, okay, I'll just say, I mean, the thing is that millennials now, now that's a definition, it's not exact, but basically it's people who are roughly between 18 or 19 at the youngest up to about 35. Now, if you think about that very quickly, you'll realise a very large proportion of these people are actually working. In fact, it's nearly half of the entire workforce of people um, are millennials. So um, the idea that they're not working or they're lazy or so on seems a bit odd to try that from just from that point of view. Now, Obviously, there's plenty of individuals of any age who are perhaps lazy or don't work as hard as other people. There's plenty of people who work really hard all day and night and seven days a week and all the rest of it. Yeah. So I think it seems to me to sort of just say all these young people are the ones who are just no good and don't really understand what they're doing and all that sort of thing. It's just nonsense. I think it's, it's probably an image thing. Um, if you just walk along the street, you see young people and what are they doing? They're listening to their... Uh, they've got white earphones in, they're listening to their music on their phones podcast maybe these days and so that's kind of giving an impression perhaps you know they're not doing anything else now most people i know listen to podcasts and many of them are young people they do it while they're traveling on buses and trains which is just basically wasted time otherwise why not yeah because it's not like if we get onto a train we can talk to the person next to us because that's considered odd or strange or un un 
Un-British, I should think so. Un-British, that's exactly what I was trying to say. Exactly. I mean, I think you're right, and I'm I'm one of those odd people who actually does talk to people on trains, and it is sometimes rather odd. Um, People don't, people look at you very strangely when you try and start a conversation. But actually, many people do. I then find generally that they're not British. (laughs) Um, I remember having a long chat with this woman I was sitting next to on a train, and she was from Sweden, but she spoke perfect English, so I didn't even realise for a while. Um, Yes, I mean, I think that's one of those things. Um... What I'm trying to get to is is really, I don't know, I suppose it's just visual impressions people have, these young people, the way they do things or don't do things, is regarded in some way as being just different. Now, you're the psychologist. I mean, it's the whole thing about defining yourself as being us and then other people being not us, isn't it? Is that the term? It's it's the, the others. Well, I don't think the snowflakes are the ones doing that at all. I think it's the older generation that have kind of decided that we are one cluster of people and we're, I, I suppose, some sort of subculture of generations. And, I mean, even at university there are... A snowflake is a term that people use because uh, all the time because teachers are scared that they're going to say something wrong they're going to you know scratch their nails on on the board and it's going to irritate somebody's anxiety or something like that so um i don't actually think that we are the ones that are the problem i think the world's just changed and we are trying to live in the world as best as we can and i don't know where the issue comes comes because i'm not saying that there is no issue because there is definitely some sort of stereotype or some sort of feeling towards us but I'm not sure where it's coming from. Yeah, I was going to say the university thing, the, the one which I mentioned, I think I mentioned it to you, and I don't think you noticed this at your university, um, but there are places where, of course, they have this thing about safe spaces and uh, sort of what you hinted at, that people are worried they're going to upset someone. So, for example, various people who are a bit controversial, speakers, p- politicians, religious people, whatever, have been invited to universities and then they get sort of um, uninvited because the students are very worried about hearing these these different views and so on. Yeah. And some universities have been rather odd about this, and there's some quite well-known people, writers and so on. Okay, their views may be a bit controversial, may have been a bit controversial. I mean, Jermaine Greer was banned from some place, for example. Um, and this sort of image has spread that somehow, you know, you've got to protect these young people. You mustn't let them be influenced by any of these um, things that are going on in the world. And I think that's rather difficult these days because you only have to turn on your 24-hour news channel to find out what's going on in the world. Um, and um, you know. Yeah. So, um, do you, have you heard of any actual specific things that people have said about my generation? Well, that's, that's one of the things I'm saying. The snowflake thing has been come from this idea that you're, you need to be sort of cosseted and protected from the world and so on. The way... We, which is obviously true if you're talking about young children, but not exactly young adults. The way that it's explained to me is that um, if it, it's a snowflake, if it gets a bit too cold, we freeze and we don't want to do something. Or if it gets too hot, we melt and, you know, we, well, whatever, you, if something melts, it's like um, not going to be there anymore. So um, we need to be spoon fed everything and told what to do and our hands need to be held to go forward and that kind of stuff. But I, I honestly don't think that's true because there are lots of young people today that are just doing really well and I don't... I don't I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. No, I think... 
Actually, I think you're putting more into it. The term snowflake, I thought, um, I didn't really think they had a sort of explanation for it, which you just gave me, obviously. That's that's what my my psychologists say, said at the university. Okay. Well, it is rather odd, and I don't... I think probably it's not really different in some ways. I'm sure that in the past, older generations have always had a sort of... have it in a bit for um, the younger generation. There's probably elements of jealousy to some extent. How dare they stay up all night? I couldn't do that anymore, this sort of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just think that it's just not fair. It's just... I think that there's so much negativity towards us. It's, It's actually... it's not right. And let's not forget that it's your generation that made the world the way that it is. And so now, whatever we are, is a product of what you've been doing for the past hundred years. So, hundred years? Not quite hundred years for me, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think you're right. This is Radio Verulam. Yes, and you're listening to the Generation Gap show here with me, Clive, and with Claudia this week. Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> we're talking about snowflakes, or we're talking about the... Um, abusive term snowflakes which is basically thrown at your generation and i mean i'm not pretending for a minute that i believe anything about this i think it's completely nonsense but let's go in for it so what else have you um, got to say about this so i think this this conversation reminds me of piss morgan a little bit really yes am i allowed to say that uh, you can okay <laughs> so um there's this I don't know if you watched um, there's this advert with Piz Morgan and Susanna because obviously they're on Good Morning Britain or something yes yes which I've never actually seen but um, he says things like oh millennials really irritate me because they don't have an opinion well I'm going to give him an opinion if he wants one <laughs> to be fair and um, it's just it's just negative comments being thrown our way all the time I think that us as a generation we just want everything to be good and everything to be happy we're not bothered about fighting wars because we don't want any more wars and we're not just going to engage in any other wars that's it really and back to Piers Morgan a little bit he said that we don't have an opinion and we don't want to irritate somebody or have the wrong opinion or people are scared to have the wrong opinion but really if we were giving out opinions like Piers Morgan does all the time about nothing then we'd just be in the same pickle that you, your generation is in. Right, well obviously we've it's our generation that managed to prevent the wars perhaps, or perhaps we're just lucky um, I mean, uh, my parents certainly had to live through the Second World War so I, I know it's, it can be real um, I think that the, the main thing is um, what they're saying is, he's suggesting about them being sensitive, people being sensitive to other people's opinions. Now to me one of the things that's happened over the last um, I suppose 20, 30 years is that many more people have been going to higher education, to universities um, in my day it was like 10 to 15% and it's probably doubled to at least 30 or 35% these days so it means a lot more of young people are basically being educated to a higher level and therefore perhaps all these things about sensitivity to other people's views and opinions comes from that because in university terms you are obviously debating and discussing and so on perhaps however there are things like if you do give your opinion you do get scrutinized completely sometimes on especially on social media people say that us snowflakes are glued to social media but if we give something that's a wrong opinion the whole world goes bananas about it. If Jeremy Clarkson, for example, is another one, he gives lots of opinions and he gets um, fired from shows and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, like taking example of those kind of stuff, why would we give opinion if we're going to get so 
harshly judged for it. And and like you say, we're sensitive to other people's views and other people's beliefs and whatever. But that means that we literally cannot give the right op- our own opinion because how how will we get away with it? Really? So basically, the world has been constructed in a way that has made us snowflakes, very technology. Uh, what's the word I'm looking Proficient, for? Proficient, I should Proficient think is the word. and um, reliant on technology a little bit because without a phone, how will I ever get home? <laughs> well, this is, of course, the other image thing that, that obviously young people are walking around with a phone permanently um, in one hand and probably also talking to people non-stop on it. Um, I mean, obviously, everyone uh, these days of any age has a phone. I've got one pretty much the same as yours, um, so it's not really any different, but I don't perhaps use it quite as much. I don't know. So you just actually identified yourself as a snowflake, which I was quite worried about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm from that generation that's called a snowflake. All right, but I mean, what what I mean is you are not, um, in my experience, uh, sort of you don't hold back from your opinions on things, but perhaps you, you don't express them in public because of you are a bit worried that other people will disagree with you. Oh, no, that's not true. I mean, there is also this thing called respect. I think I've said this before. If I respect you enough, then I won't really tell you something negative because then that's just me being negative. If... if um, if I think that you need to be, hear what I've got to say, then obviously I'm going to come out with what, everything I need to say. And sometimes people need to hear the truth and sometimes people need to hear a harsh opinion because how will they change or how will they know that they need to move forward or develop in, in a different way than they, they have been up until now? Right, so I think what we're just picking on is that obviously in terms of sort of personal relationships, your friends and so on and family, yes. you're quite happy to talk to them and s- express your opinion even if it may be a, a little hurtful in some things because you think they need to hear it. But what you don't want to do is basically go very public on social media about an opinion which you know might be controversial and people might object to. Maybe that's the next challenge. You know, I always like a social media challenge. Last time it was deleting all social media. That didn't work out. Maybe now it's being really, really opinionated on all social media platforms. And see, so get that million people following you in a few weeks, yeah. Because people do like actually reading those things. You know, that's why you mentioned people like Jeremy Clarkson. I don't know how many people he's got following him, but he, he deliberately expresses opinions, which I'm sure he may or may not absolutely agree with. But that's the sort of way of doing things. If you're in the public eye, you, you create this image of yourself as being sort of controversial. Yeah. You mentioned Piers Morgan. I think he's on that same list. <laughs> Piers Morgan is a little bit annoying, to be fair. Sorry. <sighs> oh, you've just expressed an opinion. Now, you want to tell me about somebody who you have met. Yes. Okay, so I know somebody who has a zero-waste shop. And I think for any generation or anyone in today's society, it's really difficult to be totally zero-waste and let alone have a business that is zero-waste. Okay, so I'll get, this shop is in Dorset. And um, I'll give you an example. You kind of... you There's zero plastic in it, basically. And you kind of bring your own pots to like take things home and you recycle, reuse bags and stuff. And so it's all very, I mean, it's amazing. It sounds amazing, doesn't it? Mm. You have to admit that. There is a similar place in St Albans, the Refill Pantry. Let's give them a plug. Yes, let's do that. Well, um, so, but this girl I, I, I know and, um, and she's a millennial. She's my age. 
Mm-hmm. So I think, like, you know, like, that's a lot more impressive than, like... I mean, not that it's not... Okay, anyway. Okay, on with my story. I think... I don't actually know what the actual issue was, but I think she used some sort of plastic to wrap up something because it was impossible not to. And somebody sent her a very weird email saying, Oh, I understand the... I understand the meaning of the snowflake generation now. When something gets really tough, you, like, back out and go in the easy route of going... Like, going in the easy route and actually giving in and using using plastic and stuff. And it's like, I want to go to this person's house and see their house and how plastic-free it is. I, first of all, we are still... No matter what you say about us, we are still in our 20s and we still have, well, some of us anyway, um, and we have lessons to learn how to do things. And I don't think anyone should be saying that a whole generation is wrong or bad because of one thing that is wrapped in a little bit of plastic where the whole shop has literally no sign of it. Okay, I mean, it's, it's the whole thing. Well, this is one of the things. Millennials do tend to support sort of um, environmental campaigns yes. and other things like this. I mean, it seems sensible to me. I mean, if we're told that if we don't do things to reverse some of these environmental damages, then within 20, 30 years, you know, we can have serious problems. Now, whether that's completely true or not, I don't know. But, I mean, it seems very credible. Yes, and obviously, you, you will still be very much alive in those times. And so, you will have to suffer the consequences. I agree with that. However, I... So, first of all, can you agree with me that that is not okay to scapegoat a, a, a millennial because of that kind of issue? No, of course. But what's, what you're saying is that really she was sort of... Uh, they brushed the whole of your generation on the basis of one woman doing something which they didn't think was quite right. Yes, and on a deeper level, uh, this girl does... Um, the girl that has a shop does amazing work. And so it would be hard for you to be totally eco-friendly and zero waste and all that kind of stuff, let alone for someone who's running a business, right? Absolutely, yes. Yes, so like... That should not have happened. I don't think anyone should ever judge anyone and anyone should ever get really nasty emails like that. Anyway, um, also, however, I think that our generation is slightly too sensitive. I do believe that because I see the word eco-anxiety on Instagram all the time and I'm just like, please, no. Like, I'm, I'm sure even Freud doesn't want another version of anxiety in the psychology world. Like... It just doesn't need to happen. The planet is fine. I mean, like, there are people, millennials and us snowflakes, that are taking care of things. We will be fine. And so, like, none of this eco-anxiety thing. Right. I mean, obviously, um, I think it's probably true. And again, I'm sort of treading in your territory of psychology. But clearly, um, some people really want something to worry about all the time. And if you haven't got anything obvious you kind of make things up to be worried about yeah. i think people are probably right to be worried about some of these things and particularly the environmental issues which are very much sort of to the fore at the moment um but you know it's something you can do your own bit 
to try and help. But, you know, individuals, if you sort of worry that you can't save the world, you know, you're not Superman or whatever, um, then that's a, a real problem. And it's a problem for you because you're making all these anxieties on the basis of things yeah. which you really can't influence very much. And I think it's true, but on the flip side of everything that I've just said, I absolutely do not like paper straws. I know that it's one attempt to make the world a better place, but they irritate me so much. I would like to enjoy a milkshake in like full enjoyment and pleasure. Like I don't want my straw to go mouldy or whatever. Well, it does. you can you can get a stainless steel ones which you can carry around with you, and of course yes. they're they're super hygienic and clean and all the rest of it, and they're not. If you don't throw them away, they're not going to be waste. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Let's everyone invest in in a metal straw. Yeah, well, they are available, and uh, including around here. I th- saw them on the market when they had the sustainability market a couple of weeks ago. Yes. It was something which you, you could have had, but you probably weren't there. Certainly, I know plenty of people of your generation who work really, really hard, including more than five days a week. I do love my generation, and I think my generation is the one that's going to make the world a better place, and I think that my generation is the way forward. I think if you're 60 years old, then you need to go and get yourself some Cocoa Pops and go to bed, because we understand that you're a little bit tired now, you've had so much life experience, and you've just had so much to do you have so much to think about maybe you just need to lie down a little bit our generation will be fine our snowflakes will take care of it and we will fix all the problems that you have caused wow that's it now you heard it here and we will, we will keep a recording of this and play it back to you every few years um yes yeah, 60 is now actually the definition of old officially for government which is odd because um, I, I used to be think older than that but um, i wonder how old Theresa may is she's just over that Okay. I think when she when she was prime minister, we we talked about it at the time because she was an, a Libra, Libra, and we thought she would obviously be very good. I'm not going to make any comments now, um, but yes, I think she had a 60th birthday then. I would love to see a snowflake be a prime minister. Would you? Yeah, because I think it would just shut everyone up, really. Right, well, I'm not sure. There's about um, there's quite a few people standing to be leader of the Conservative Party. We're not going to go into politics okay, here. Okay, let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. However... <laughs> I don't think any of them are quite that young. I do have to say, as much as I do love my generation, and I think we are the way forward, because... Well, you have to be, don't you? We have to be, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. Um, I do think that there are some things that are still a big issue, even in my... In my uh, what's it called my lifetime Mm. things like feminism i'm so bored of feminists and feminism and all this equality stuff if we're all not equal by now then i'm not quite sure what is that we actually want right i mean i think i'm going to give you a historical perspective okay obviously over the last i suppose 30 to 40 years um, things have changed very drastically for women and you're very lucky you've been born into an era where basically you can assume to a large extent equality I mean clearly you can find examples where perhaps it's not quite as good as it should be including um, pay because many big organizations still seem to pay women substantially less than the men doing apparently the same jobs 
Um, but in many, many things, you know, you really have that equality. You can go off and there's pretty much any job you can apply for. There's no reason why you can't be a builder, an astronaut or whatever. Um, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's all these things are open to you in the way they just simply weren't in the past. And so to some extent, you've, you've benefited from that. And, you know, great. Um, but it probably is one of those things where you think maybe someone's got to just keep an eye on it. Otherwise, it might slip backwards. I understand that. However, it doesn't... But I, I feel like there are always new issues and new things that are coming out from um, those organisations, those people. I don't even know who those people are, but those from the whole subject of feminism, there's always something new and there's always something... You mean they identify another injustice somewhere? Yeah. Yes. And so I just, I just think that... I mean, I love the fact that I'm a girl and that I'm... I've got like my female traits <laughs> but um I just I I just don't agree with some of the feminism stuff and I think that's that's probably the most controversial uh thing to say as a millennial or a snowflake because you know um everyone's all about equality and all equal rights and stuff I think you I mean I am about equality I just think that like we need to give it a little bit of a rest now we need to simmer down and everyone seems to meditate a little bit more that's that's what i think oh how very millennial meditate meditate breathe breathe and all those learn some techniques mindfulness mindfulness yes definitely that always helps Okay, I mean, I was just going to say that you only have to look at sort of other countries around to see some of the things that could go backwards. And obviously, there are places which I won't mention, um, countries you know very well, (laughs) where um, there's a big thought that women should more sort of don't work, but stay at home, look after the children, make the meal for their husbands when they come home in the evening, that sort of thing. Very much kind of 1950s, 1960s image, and they're sort of really pushing that still. And there is a pushback against women working um, because, you know, in many other countries, even in Europe, the level of women working is actually quite a lot lower than here. Yeah, so what I'm saying is I don't think it should be a fight. I think it should be a decision for each person to make for themselves. Yes. And I don't think anyone should be judged for anything, for the gender or the ethnic background or the... Um there was something else but I can't remember age age is another one age anyone nobody should really be judged for anything everyone should move forward and be respected as a human being and if they want to do something and they should strive to succeed in in that area I just don't like the whole it being in my face that it exists oh you're you're a female you have you have these sort of rights it's like i know i know my rights because i can make my own rights if i wanted to why why is it a massive thing as i say i think i get what you're saying but it's i think a bit, it's, I'm, I'm speaking a little bit metaphorically here but you know what i mean you, i think i've got my point across as best as i can right good well i think that um there are lots of issues which sort of come up and obviously there's always new issues coming up in particular for example in recent times for women it's been young women um, self-harming and things like this have come out and it's because of things like bullying on social media which obviously didn't happen in the past because it didn't exist so these are sort of issues which i think you know do need to keep an eye on these sort of things happening and and then tackle them yes but that's a brand new issue that's an issue that's what i'm saying it's a new one i don't think i don't think that I think that us as us snowflakes are going to have to do it, do something about it ourselves, because 
it's actually us that are creating the social media problems, which is actually quite not very nice, is it? Not at all. Um, I think people realise now that social media does have a, a big impact, which they hadn't really thought of, and it's a very big negative impact on many people. Uh, but some people, I mean, like you did a few years ago, sort of tried to sort of stop and go off one particular platform. Yeah. I think a lot of people now, I come across a lot of people who are younger people, just don't haven't ever touched Facebook, for example. Yeah, it does happen, obviously, believe it or not. But... Um Whereas a while ago, it would be everybody, anybody you met, you say, oh, yeah, are you on Facebook? Yes, I'll find you on Facebook, and that's it. And that's now for old people. Yeah, well, there will be something new always, because I think everybody has Instagram. Well, that's right. And guess who owns Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, um, so, basically, I think that everyone just needs to be nice to each other and respect every human being as they come and what their choices are and how they choose to live i'm sorry you're just doing the whole snowflake thing aren't you <laughs> i think i should be everyone should love each other and hold hands and yeah sorry meditate meditate, meditate. That's, meditate. The, that's the big one okay 92.6 fm radio verulam um, unfortunately claudia we're running out of time again as usual oh, it goes no. so quickly when we're enjoying ourselves doesn't you know it? talking about my generation has made me really happy good Okay, so do you want to do a quick summary? Yes. Okay, so the summary of today is that snowflakes are amazing and everybody needs to meditate. <laughs> okay, I think we'll take it there. I mean, um, we've had quite an interesting discussion and I think that probably we've come out with a sort of positive view of snowflakes. Yes, but I think that it's not good for people to create subcultures and... Um, separate themselves from other people i think everyone should come together and work together to make the world a happy place rather than creating subcultures and subgroups and you know just being separate from each other and defining themselves in those subgroups that's the real problem yes, and having labels there's no need for those labels yeah. labels are for bottles <laughs> i'm sure right. someone said that. okay well thank you very much nice to see you again claudia nice and um, you perhaps you'll uh, persuade you in the studio again sometime in the future this as well. has been fun okay right so um, that's it for us and uh, don't forget you can listen to us again every thursday nine o'clock on radio verulam 92.6 fm Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Generation Gap Show here on Radio Verulam 92.6 FM. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you'll listen again to the show. You can subscribe from iTunes, Google Play and of course from Radio Verulam's own website, radioverulam.com.